Gospel reading is from John 21, reading from verse 15. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. Third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. I tell you the truth. When you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Let's pray in the words of the hymn. Father God, your word is living light upon our darkened eyes, guards us through temptations, makes us simple wise. Your word is food for famished ones, freedom for the slave, riches for the needy soul. Come speak to us today. Show us Christ. Show us Christ. O God, reveal your glory through the preaching and the hearing and the study of your word until every heart confesses Christ is Lord. In his name we pray. Amen. I'll start with a question. Have you ever made a real mess of life? Maybe you've done something awful, something that seems unforgivable. Wrecks relationships and the peoples around you. Uh, maybe wrecks your relationships with other people, but also with God. Or maybe you haven't done something, something you should have, something that would have helped someone in need. Maybe you've thought that God could never work in you or through you after that. If that's you, you're in good company in the Christian church. The Christian church is full of ratbags, people who know that they are forgiven sinners. I'm one. Take a moment, look around you at a few church members. They are two. For winter... And for Luke, who we've baptised this morning, we've prayed that they will come to know and love Jesus for themselves when they grow up, and that they'll be forgiven sinners too, saying yes to the kind of questions that we've asked their parents and godparents. The subject of our second Bible reading, Simon Peter, is a great example of a forgiven sinner. A few days previously, He'd been tested and found wanting. Around that, uh, that fire in the courtyard, when Jesus was being tried, he denied even knowing Jesus. And the stains of his recent disloyalty were clearly on his conscience. Simon Peter needs to be personally assured of God's forgiveness. So if you're in that situation... This is a passage for you. Please turn to page 1260 and uh, in the Church Bibles and we'll look at this uh, some more. 
This all happened on the north shore of Lake Galilee, close to where some of the disciples had been fishermen. Today there's a statue there, uh, hence the picture, uh, to depict Simon Peter being restored and recommissioned. What happens is this. As we read three times, Jesus asks Simon Peter if he loves him. We know from the fact that Jesus asked the question three times that Jesus intended to remind Simon Peter of the three times he denied even knowing him. And we know from verse 17 that Simon Peter was hurt by this. Jesus was probing Simon Peter to the depths of his being. Three times Simon Peter tells Jesus that he does love him. Simon Peter is saying, despite my failures, you know that I love you. And three times Jesus doesn't just give him a pat on the head and say, there, that's all right then. Uh, instead, he gives him a task, a challenge. And the task is to feed and to care for his flock. Verse 15, he says, feed my lambs. Verse 16, he says, take care of my sheep. Verse 17, he says, feed my sheep. So Simon Peter, humble by failure and deeply penitent, declares his love for Jesus. And three times he's given the task of caring for Christ's flock. That's young and old alike, and all in between, lambs as well as sheep. The questions and the answers, and indeed the tasks, are subtly differently worded, especially in Greek. And there are lots of sermons that have been preached on the details of all of this, including some by me. But I'm not going to look at those things today. I just want to unpack two things from the text. The first is that Simon Peter fears that he's unforgivable. He's let Jesus down in the biggest way imaginable. Sometimes uh, people who are friends, we say to those around us, don't we, um, I'm there for you. Actually, Simon Peter had been the opposite. He hadn't been there for Jesus. He denied even knowing him at his uh, greatest hour of need. Simon Peter ran a mile and said, I don't know him. But Jesus makes clear he not only forgives Simon Peter, he recommissions him by giving him a task, the task of feeding and caring for Christ's flock. That's why people in my role as uh, vicar are still called pastors today, because we're in the business of caring uh, for Jesus' flock. The thing I want to emphasise, the second thing, is the link between the way that Simon Peter and others down the ages serve Jesus and the fact that they follow Jesus. Look at verse 19. Jesus says, follow me. And in doing that, he's reminding Simon Peter and indeed others uh, of his call to follow right at the beginning of Jesus' ministry, or the beginning of the Gospels. Jesus called them to follow him. He's tying the task that he's giving them to the fact that they're called to follow him. Whatever things we do in life, in church, maybe it might, might be Sunday worship, or it might be drop-ins for the hot meals, 
that we do, or might be messy church, or sun seekers, or something completely different. All these things that we do have to be tied up with our relationship with Jesus. Only if we faithfully follow Jesus can we effectively serve him. If our followership goes awry, then our service, our leadership, goes awry. In our followership, we're called to follow Jesus with steadfast pursuit of the risen Lord all through his life. And that's the prayer uh, that we've uh, prayed for Winter and for Luke, that they will steadfastly choose to follow Jesus all through their lives. As I wrap up, I want to give you an answer uh, to the question on the screen. The question is unforgivable. I began by talking, by giving this talk the title, Unforgivable. Question mark? Unforgivable? The answer is an emphatic no. Just as Jesus forgave and gave a task to Simon Peter, so he died to forgive and give a role to all who truly turn to him and commit themselves to following him. So whatever mess you've made of life, coming back to that question I asked right at the beginning, whatever mess you've made of life, he's calling you to turn to him. With that in mind, let's pray. Father God, thank you that uh, you call us. We offer you our praise for who you are and what you've done. Uh, we offer you our thanks that even though we do uh, things that put us far from you and far from others around us, uh, thank you that you forgive and you rebuild and you recommission. Lord, we're sorry for those things that we have done that we shouldn't have or that we haven't done that we should have. We pray, please, that you will uh, give us a real sense of what our purpose is. And most of all, that's wrapped up in the last two words of today's reading. Follow me. Help us to follow you. In Jesus' name. Amen.